Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network is a radio frequency of continuous streaming science, knowledge, and wisdom, which promotes and sustains the activation of the present evolutionary process of immortality and the unfolding of the God Self within the evolving planetary society on planet Earth. The Jewel Network is committed to broadcasting the sciences of life and the sciences of living. By cultivating the mind of a scientist, you are being able to extract the very best the current 21st century has to offer. You are listening to the Universal Principal Hour with your host and chancellor of the Jewel University of Immortal Science for Immortal Living, Dr. Jewel Pukrum, with her co-host and Universal Principal Support Facilitator and Training, Ms. Felicia Muhammad. Blissful greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Universal Principle Hour. And I am so grateful and thankful to be purposefully committed to supporting each and every one of us to align with the Universal Principles, the Universal Laws that govern everything. All right. And so here on the Jewel Network. We are a science news network specializing in broadcasting to you the sciences of life and the sciences of living, all right, to help you um, throughout the 21st century and beyond, all right. So we are grateful and thankful to be here this plasma as we are discussing with my very special guest, we're discussing the lessons I've learned being judgment, being judgmental. <laughs> the lessons we've learned with being judgmental, and now being able to be aware of the lessons and what new patterns of thought, ways of being, habits, perspective, perceptions that we are now taking from those lessons to empower us to be in alignment with the non-judgment principle. So Ms. Sanjia Slaffy is going to support us this plasma with um, being very transparent and helping us to see how she has and she continues to navigate her life, uh, transforming judgments and still dealing with them when they come up, you know, so we'll get a chance to really hear real-time life experiences that can support purposefully each and every one of us in our efforts, should we choose, because you have free will, all right, you can stay judgmental all you want to <laughs> and see what it does, see, see what happens, Okay. Well, we're going to tell you what the non-judgment principle is and give you some guidelines by which um, this supports you in being able to decide that you no longer choose to be in judgment. And if and when you are, then you definitely know what are the possibilities that you are creating for yourself and you will not be claiming to be a victim. <laughs> so that's one thing about listening to the uh, Universal Principal Hour or the Jewel Network, period. Any shows on the Jewel Network, we definitely provide you with 
information that supports you and empowers you to be able to be and accept responsibility for every thought that you think. Yes. Why? Every thought that you think produces a blood quality. It is a chemistry. Thoughts are protein. (laughs) And they produce a chemistry, and that chemistry frequency, whether it is of high vibration frequency or low vibration frequency, um, is definitely in your bloodstream and nurturing and bathing your organs, hence is how we manifest this ease, all right, how we manifest this ease. And so today's um, energy that is definitely supporting us uh, is one of purity, purifying and healing and universal water and the cosmic tone of presence. So I'll just let me read it before it's time to go to a break uh, before we hear from our sponsor. So the currency supporting us, this plasma, is the red cosmic moon. It's I endure in order to purify, transcending flow. I seal the process of universal water with the cosmic tone of presence. I am guided by the power of space. And so the soul quality that's supporting us is the healer, all right? It is the healer. Uh, That is the soul quality of the red cosmic moon. And so when we come back from hearing from our uh, sponsors, we will get into what actual non-judgment is, all right? And so you can be able to see how this programming that we have been reared with, involved in, um, it's a natural part of life as we understand it, how you can now choose to allow it to, um, you can transform it, and you can decide whether it continues to serve you or not. And we'll give you some parameters by which um, you want to be able to be aware so that whatever choice you make, you will be responsible for the results that are created. So so is one of the words we don't say. All right. Now let us hear from our sponsors, and when we come back, we'll be give, taking you more along the lines and the journey of judgment and non-judgment. All right. So thank you. We'll be right back. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. All right, our source is a neuron. So we're discussing this plasma. Uh, the lessons I've learned being in judgment, all right, the lessons I've learned in being in judgment. So with our special guest, Ms. Sanjia Slaffy, who is a uh, scholar at the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living, and she'll tell you a little bit about her journey and how it evolved for her. And also she is a member of 
the Universal Principal Support Group that meets on Sundays at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Sunday. And we invite you, and we are purposefully having these conversations with our members with the intent of empowering each and every one of you who are listening live and or to the replay to decide to join us, to be our guest, and come experience with us the life-transforming and empowering uh, processes by which we support you in being able to be the scientist that you are and uh, once you leave the meeting, you have all heptad or week to be able to practice, you know, a lot of the uh, principles and test it out for yourself and see how that works for you. And then we come back and gather again to share our experiences throughout the heptad relative to the principles that we're discussing. And so it is um, definitely a continual evolution and life-transforming opportunity and experience, and it definitely, um, from what many have stated, increases, you know, your confidence in yourself. Uh, It really helps you to be able to prove, (laughs) prove to yourself the validity of what you think, what you believe, what you do, you know, so it definitely provides you with a plethora of epiphanies. (laughs) And the beauty of it is is that when we are in our universal principal support group, um, you're not alone. You know, you are not alone. You're able to uh, listen to others and receive the insights and, you know, new ways of thinking about a thing that you may not have considered before. And it's and it is truly a bonding um, experience, and um, we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun, and so we definitely support all learning styles. You know, we include the visual, the kinesthetic. You know, you have your manuals, all right, that you can touch and you take notes, and um, the auditory. So. Not so. Okay, so so is one of the words that if you've taken any of the universe principal classes, courses that I've taught, as you align with the universal laws and principles, you begin to change your language because you understand and know that every word that you speak comes from a thought, and then with every thought that you think, you know, it, it has a frequency, it has a purpose, and you are always creating. Therefore, you become really aware and intentional with the words that you use to express yourself. Yes, that's a pregnant pause. I want you to inhale and exhale. Now, let us move forward. So that's why we want you to join us, and we are going to uh, offer some additional plasmas and on a, another platform where you will be able to um, participate in the Universal Principal Support Group throughout the week conducted by myself because I am purposefully committed to empowering each and every one of you who are in re- this receiving mode of being able to be the living God that you are created to be. 
All right. Now, non-judgment. So when we think about judgment, judgment is our capacity to evaluate, give our opinions, um, um, you know, tell people what we think, (laughs) you know, and it is what it is. And when you look up uh, judgment, most of the time, when you are, when one is in judgment, it 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 symbolizes closure. You know, it symbolizes closure. So just think about it. When you go to court, you know, thankfully that's not a reality I'm creating for myself. However, you have a judge that makes a final declaration, puts the gavel down, and this is the final decision, and you know, we have the judgment, you know, in in a lot of the religious sectors. You know, we're in, quote, unquote, the judgment. So as um, living and being um, genuine humans, and some of us are in the animal brain, um, <laughs> we have an opportunity to expand our consciousness and be able to align with this universal law, universal principle of non-judgment. And it's amazing because our society definitely empowers us to be in judgment of everything, of everything, everybody, everyone, everywhere. And it reinforces the beliefs, you know, different beliefs that we hold, whether they are uh, real or imagined. So we judge everything from my experiences, and I tell you, it's even as simple as when you ask somebody, you know, how how are you? You know, again, that requires us to make a judgment on ourselves, you know, now, and, and we follow us in this preliminary aspect of this conversation because we are going to support us in being able to recognize um when we are expressing what is happening with us or what is going on yeah, with us, we're going to support you in being able to be in a position where you speak absolute truth and being able to know the distinction between the facts and what the absolute truth is, all right, so that you're really clear when you're being in judgment and when you are being uh, factual and dealing with the absolute truth. All right. So, but right and right now, we are supporting us in being able to recognize how we're how we are in judgment and what's actually occurring in the body and with the energy of judgment. So, the non-judgment principle. Um, supports us in being able to recognize that when we are judging a thing, offering our opinion, giving labels, describing, and you're like, this is stuff we do all the time. Well, yes. And you want to ask yourself, well, how much, how often do you recognize when you're in judgment? And most importantly, how often do you recognize when you're in judgment of yourself? Because I tell you, I was, I have been the worst critic of myself worse than anything or anyone. And so being able to 
to recognize that um, these descriptions, these labels, and these titles, and living up to, you know, attempting to live up to other people's uh, goals and standards for us definitely puts us in some very interesting uh, predicaments by which we begin to rationalize certain things and they reinforce these limiting beliefs that we hold. And then when we get to a point where it's no longer serving us and, you know, we have sickness in our body, we begin to start really going within and being honest with ourselves about where all of this comes from, you know, and really doing a lot of introspective work. So when we are in judgment or evaluating anyone or anything, it inhibits our ability to respond to the essence of the person or thing, which is always perfect. And when we're in judgment, I want you to think about this and um, just observe, when we're in judgment, it blocks the energy. Being in judgment blocks the energy. So the moment that we evaluate or judge, we limit the person, we limit ourselves first and foremost, right? And then we begin to experience a discomfort, all right? We begin to experience discomfort. So our sponsors want to hear from, hear from you. I mean, our sponsors want you to hear from them. And then when we come back, we're going to bring forth Miss uh, Sanjia Slaffy, and she's going to share with you some of the lessons that she is um, experiencing relative to, you know, this whole idea of judgment and now choosing to be choosing to be in alignment with the non-judgment principle. And then she's going to also share with you when she recognizes that the judgment is coming up, how does she transform that? How does she transform it? So let us take a sponsor break, and then when we return, we will. The next voice you will hear is from my special guest, Ms. Sanjil Slaffy, and we're talking about the lessons we are learning from judgment, being in judgment. We'll be right back. Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STD, Alzheimer's, and many others. These disorders are the results of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our bodies. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.juis.education or visit us on Facebook. All right. So welcome back to the Universal Principal Hour. I am your host, Ms. Felicia Muhammad, and I am purposefully committed to supporting each and every one of us to be the living gods that we are created to be by aligning with the universal laws and principles that govern everything. And I have a special guest who is joining us this plasma to discuss. We're dealing with judgment, okay? 
and the non-judgment principle. And so we're going to be discussing and hearing from Ms. Sanjia Flaffy, who is a scholar of the Dr. Jules Brain Balancing Program at the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living and a active member in the Universal Principles Support Group. So, Ms. Sanjia, are you with us? I am. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. We can. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Well, tell us a little bit about you. Um, Tell us a little bit about what you do, how you became involved in the uh, balancing program and ultimately the the Universal Principles Support Group. Okay, thank you. Uh, I want to say hi. Uh, greetings to all listeners that are, that are on the call listening today. Thank you for taking the time out to just learn something different and to, if it's different for you, and just participate and be a part of this uh, conversation. Thank you all for joining. Uh, I, I've been a follower uh, of Dr. Joel Pukram for many years. I first experienced having live lectures with Dr. Joel Pukram in the 90s. And uh, I remember when she first started the uh, brain balancing program, and I was one of the original participants. And as life happens, it happens to us all. You know, things happen. I fell away. I didn't continue balancing. So, But I always remember the balancing program and Dr. Jewel Pukum and all her work that she's done to support uh, everyone, the races and just everything that she spoke of. So I looked her up, and that's when I found out that she had started a university. And subsequently, I decided to start listening to Dr. June again through various programs such as this. And uh, last year, sometime in May, I decided to re-enroll into the Brain Balancing Program because I thought it was uh, very important what she was talking about in reference to the brain. Many of us always heard we won't only use 10% of our brain. So if we're managing to get through life with 10% of our, this brain, and I don't, I wouldn't say very gracefully, what would happen if we can enhance and use more of our brain power and capacity, uh, how much better as, for me, a person, personally, but as a society would be. So I decided to enroll into that in the brain balancing program, and I've been on the program for probably about 10 months so far, and I've noticed the difference with it, and then also what coincided was universal principles. So I decided also to join universal principles because many years ago, more than 20 years ago, that was one of the things that I learned universal principles. No one talks about that. What is a universal principle? How does it affect you? How does it guide or govern your life? How can it assist you in your life? Um, And I learned them years ago, but it's not just something that you learn and not practice. It's something that you learn and you continue to do and develop every day in your life. And these are uh, principles in which you live by, virtues, things that will help you in your daily life. So um, that's a brief, short story of how, I, how I've come to this point. It's not just a one-day journey. It's many years. Um, I started with information, lived my life, you know, and it, I find that I, I've come back full circle. So I've learned and lived maybe the principles and the things that I um, that I first started out with in my 20s. Awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So let me ask you this. Um, Once learning about 
the principles, you know, and reengaging mm-hmm. with Dr. Jewel and all that she was offering. Um, how did you recognize or accept that you were out of alignment with the non-judgment principle? <laughs> Get right to it. <laughs> yes, just being able for me to uh, see how it works in my life. And I work in the social service field. And when you're dealing social service, I've been around the block, but more so social service field dealing with families and children who operate in the foster care system. And mm-hmm. um, when you're dealing with families uh, who are in the foster care system and a child is taken away, the first story you see is a child was born on drugs and the child was harmed and for a lot of people, the first image that comes to mind, oh, well, I know for me, I'm just going to let me just speak for myself. Uh, raggedy parents, you know, these were judgments and words that I use. What is wrong with people? Why are they like this? Judging without having any information. They mm-hmm. want you, mm-hmm. and, yeah, they deserve to use their kids. And it, just going through, and this was in my younger years, you know, in the field, but then having work with families getting a story in terms of what happened, it's a lot of abuse, you know, from the mom who's been on drugs since she was a child, being born in drugs, lived in drugs, being traumatized, her being um, molested and just going through the whole thing. Then, Then the father, it gives you not an excuse for what is taking place, but a full understanding. But once you get in judgment, it's kind of hard to back check and say, and then have compassion, have love, and grace for a person in that situation because you've already judged them as raggedy and no good without ever hearing the story of what's going on in that situation. So me personally living that, it, it once you make that harsh, hard, hard judgment, it's hard to then backtrack and then work with the family because now you've already looked at them as slimy and then what ends up happening is services, and I'm speaking specifically for me in the social service field, but if you can translate it in life, services is not able to be given the way they're supposed to be because now you view this person as less than or deserving to be in jail. So this is just one example of when you judge, you're, you're, you don't have all the facts, and you've made a conclusion as to what this situation is and what it is and how it should be, and you know nothing of it. So then you don't allow for grace. You don't allow for for any type of healing a lot of times to take place. It has been my experience because you've already judged the situation and you don't even know what the hell happened. Excuse me. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Yes, yes. And I'm, I'm, I am grateful and thankful that you brought that to the awareness just in your um, field because a lot of the jobs that some people mm-hmm. have, it requires one to make judgment. So let's look at what the definition of to judge is, right? So to judge is, mm-hmm. and this is the action, okay? On uh, the etymological diction, dictionary, it means examine, appraise, make diagnosis, right? Um, to form an opinion, inflict penalty upon, all right? And so when we look at the root word, of judge, it is just, it is the fear to say, okay, and deek is to show, 
or to pronounce solemnly, all right? And a lot of key points that you brought up definitely support and can justify some of the thought that we have, uh, even when we have facts, even when we have the backstory. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, we that, still true. are in spaces of, you know, being in judgment. And so another another um, aspect or word that is connected with judgment uh, in its uh, root is also dis- discernment, discernment. Mm. And what's important and why we want you all to, or why we're choosing, thank you, why we're choosing to bring this information forth is because we are empowering each and uh, each and every one of you that are listening live and or to the replay to make conscious choices relative to um, your opinions, um, your thought processes, and be aware of what you are putting out due to the fact that the universal law of cause and effect and what you focus on expands and all of those come into play as well. <laughs> and that's what I love about the, the universal laws and principles because they they support each other. They definitely support each other. So when we get out of alignment with one, then we have another one that is supporting us to either get back in alignment or we just go deeper down the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> and it continues to unfold. So the reason I brought up uh, discernment is paying, bringing to your attention to also be aware when you when you are, when you are observing the words that you're using, choosing to pay attention to the frequency of mm-hmm. those words, because all of the words, you know, they vibrate at certain frequencies, and so how you can um, uh, express, you know, your opinion about a thing or your capacity to make a decision and finalize something, there are cases where you you do have to make a final decision about a thing, right? And that's, that's, that's still what a judgment is. So we want you to really be present and not be in judgment of yourself when you are observing your thoughts, we want you to remain the observer, and we want you to also, we're choosing for you to also to be aware of the energy that is present when you are uh, communicating and speaking so that you will be able to know how to pivot and make the changes, you know, with the words that you're using or the thoughts that you're thinking so that you can be purposeful in every engagement or every thought process that you have before you open your mouth, <laughs> before you open your mouth. And even if you don't open your mouth, you know, thinking thinking the thing, that's, that's where it all begins, with thinking the thing. And so when we look at discernment, that feels, that feels different to me than... Um, you know, just giving my opinion on something, just depending on what the topic is, right? So mm-hmm. 
being able to, and most people understand or relate to, you know, the spirit of discernment, having the spirit of discernment. And so and when we are having the spirit of discernment, as it all relates to judgments, again, it's on a different, it's a different frequency, and it's all relative to how are you positioning yourself? Are you positioning yourself as an observer? Or are you positioning yourself as the judge? And that's the final. And can't nobody tell you nothing different. You you, you see the difference? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's important that, should you choose, to recognize the energy that is connected to the thoughts because those the energy that is connected to the thought that makes the feeling definitely supports and creates either comfort or discomfort. And when you are giving your opinion about a thing, um, and I and this is you know I'm talking to myself when I say this, um, when I'm giving my opinion or thinking about a thing, you know I have to be I am choosing to be really aware of the energy and the frequency that I'm in as I'm thinking about it, because 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 of the fact that. I have been very judgmental of myself, the impatience that I sense relative to a circumstance, person, thing, or experience, when when I'm feeling some impatience, then I know some judgment is coming right behind it. So I'm like, ooh, when I experience that impatience, I'm like, okay, that's when I start to put myself in check and I just breathe and I'm like, remain the observer, remain the observer. <laughs> Remain Mm -hmm. the observer so that I can be in alignment with the non-judgment principle. And we we have uh, expansive and beautiful opportunities by which, you know, we are able to observe ourselves and then be able to reflect on the actions that we took relative to that observation. All right? And so when we Mm -hmm. are so... So tip number one is that when you are thinking about a thing and you have your own opinion of it and, you know, you are expressing it, be mindful of your energy and the words that you're using. And should should you experience discomfort or comfort, that is a signal by which you're now able to either pivot or you're going to keep going down the same road, you know, and as a result of the, the choice that you make, then you want to be able to uh, be responsible for the the end result. I hope that makes sense. Not a hope. I'm envisioning that that was clear. All right? Yes. So we're going to come back, Ms. Sanjay, and continue our conversation. And let's, when we come back, let's talk about some of the times that you've been out of alignment with the non-judgment principle and how did you get back in alignment with it. All right? So... Uh, we look forward to hearing that experience so you can help everyone that's listening live or to the replay know how to transform and make that pivot to get back in alignment okay. with the non-judgment principle. So we will be right back. Okay. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember... Our source is a neuron. All right, so welcome back 
to the Universe Principal Hour. I'm your host, Ms. Felicia Muhammad, and we have a special guest with us, Ms. Sanjia Slaffy, and we're discussing the lessons I've learned being in judgment. So, and we're dealing with the non-judgment principle, by which the non-judgment principle states that when we are um, describing um analyzing, evaluating circumstances and situations that the world definitely promotes us in being able to do, that we are actually blocking the flow of energy, right, and inhibiting, we're preventing the perfection and the perfection of the essence of that person, place, or thing. We're we're inhibiting it. All right, we're inhibiting it. And so I'll come back and say that a different way as Ms. Sanjia begins to share with us some lessons that she's learned from um, choosing to be in alignment with this non-judgment principle. And so you'll be amazed at how when you are so used to doing something and then you're presented another avenue by which things occur, you, you receive new insights. And new epiphanies by which, wow, you're able to now see so clear how you are definitely out of alignment or in alignment with that particular law or principle. So, Ms. Sanjia, would you share with us an experience where you were being judgmental and what you learned from that experience? Hmm. Um, let me see. Well, I would use, um, well, I used to be a trainer, so. We had uh, we used to train uh, people who were uh, coming into foster care. We used an example of a young man, uh, a young boy who was in foster care, and he was labeled as bad. And a lot of times when you judge, as we said, so for me, being in judgment blocks grace, and it doesn't allow one to consider any other considerations or options. So mm-hmm. uh, not specifically me, but with this young young man, he was judged as, as bad. So. He um, got a brand-new Nintendo. This is you know, a handheld Nintendo games game and system. So he was with his foster care family, and he got the Nintendo, and the family, well, the mother was walking by, and she saw the little boy running the Nintendo in the sink under the water. And she said, oh, my God, he's so bad. We just knew it. You know, why would he take this expensive electronic? And she just went all, all on there, and she wanted to disrupt and meaning wanted to remove the child from her home. He doesn't appreciate electronics. So one of the things that I started teaching myself is, one, I learned from a woman years ago, seek to understand. So that has uh-huh. become, become one of my mantras, seek to understand, and then I will not judge that which I do not understand. I will ask or I will bless it if I have not that understanding. So when it all came out in the wash, the reason why he ran it under the water, it wasn't because he was doing bad, is he never had an expensive electronic, and he had fingerprints on it, and he was taking it upstairs to wash it. Uh, that was his understanding of cleaning uh-huh. it. But when she looked, based off of his history and record, he was being bad. She came to the conclusion because he was destroying this expensive electronic that she had paid money for, and then she decided that she did not want to keep him. Once the full story came, 
through instead of humbling herself and admitting, oh, well, it's just not going to work. So what she did is she immediately took away any other considerations. She was not able to humble humble herself, and she was not able to have the capacity for grace. So when you practice non-judgment, and I'm going to speak for me, it allows me or you to stay in a place of love and compassion, not only for yourself, but all of humanity. When you seek to understand, I seek to understand. It allows me the capacity of grace, not only for myself, but for other human beings. And it, it, it's not easy. I'm not going to sit here and say every day, but one of the things that, that puts me back in that thing is I remember seek to understand is when something comes across my desk and it's immediately what I would consider jarring to the sense and sensibilities of why, why, why would that person do this? One of the things I learned was, what, not what's wrong with you, but what's, what's happened to you. Then seek to mm-hmm. understand to get more information because it continues to allow grace. Like, like Ms. Felicia said, it inhibits. When you jump in, in, in uh, judgment, one immediately starts to inhibit the love and compassion that they would send and, and compassion and in love and graces and healing. But not only in healing for the, for the person you're sending it to, but in healing for the sender. So being in non-judgment for me allows me to keep an open mind, continue to, to bless that which I don't understand, even if, if it's horrendous, because I don't have all of the information. And sometimes it's not for me or you to have all of the information. It's for you just to continue to love and send grace. So for me, that's one of the things I, I'm mindful of what's going on. I, I I try to practice mindfulness all continually, and I feel it when mm-hmm. I start to judge something because I get angry, or or I'm like, what the what? and then I stop myself and say, hold on, let's get more information, <laughs> take a step back, exactly. don't judge mm-hmm. myself, you know. So that's one of the things that I do this week. Yes, thank you so much for sharing that so eloquently said. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and. Key points in what you expressed are that, you know, again, we have the programs. We have, we've been raised with certain programs, and um, as a result of these programs or the actions that we see, when we, when we implement these programs like the little boy, you know, quote, unquote, deemed as being BAD, what is BAD? What, what is bad? What is what is bad? What's bad exactly. for one person exactly. is not bad for another person. So, like, really, mm-hmm. who determines, right? What is mm-hmm. bad? And 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 you know, mm-hmm. in our universal principle support group and in the courses, you know, we have words that we no longer use to mm-hmm. support us in being able to be in alignment, especially you know, with the non-judgment principle. Um, that is one of the most popular principles that many have expressed that they are definitely out of alignment with mm-hmm. <laughs> is the non-judgment principle. Mm-hmm. So much so to where we're going to actually do a class on just the non-judgment principle and, and being in alignment and out of alignment so that, again, the universal laws and principles are a lifestyle. They're not a quick fix. They're mm-hmm. a lifestyle. And, Due to the fact that when you embrace this lifestyle, it relinquishes a lot of and starts to dismantle at the core a lot of the programs that no longer serve us, a lot of the codependent ways that no longer serve us, a lot of the cognitive dissonance 
that no longer is mm-hmm. relevant for how we are now choosing to exist and coexist and recreate for ourselves. And so uh, the good, bad, and when, we, and when we look at it from a scientific perspective, and that's what we're committed here to do at the Jewel Network Science News Radio Broadcast, is supporting you in being able to recognize when we are in these judgments specifically who who gave the definition of something being bad or something being good? Where did that come from? What's the criteria? You know, like really, who 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 did that? And so, and when we're able to look at the quantum physics of it, and Dr. Jewell really supports us in being able to recognize how everything has a polar opposite. And so, what may, as I say, stated earlier, what may be good or bad to one person is totally different for another. And that's something that you really want to begin to do deeper study on Um, because, again, everything is purposeful. Everything has a reason for being. And our perspective and our perception definitely clouds the visions and the experiences that we that we engage in. And so this is why this non-judgment principle is so key because it supports us in being able to be the observer and ask questions opposed to jumping to conclusions out of habit like we've been programmed to do. <laughs> and so for some, this can be discomforting because it's breaking the pattern of reaction and it justifies one with continuing to be a victim. And we teach and help you to understand why there are no victims, why there are no victims. And so as we begin to uh, wind down, we're going to take our last sponsor break. Um, we want to come back, Ms. Sanjil, and get some closing um insights from you relative to how you support yourself with being in alignment with the principle and even what that looks like, you know, and some of the benefits that you've experienced from being in alignment. Um, And then we're going to definitely uh, wrap up with our closing remarks and invite you all to come and visit us on Sunday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as our special guest to have your own experience with the universal laws and principles that govern everything. And so let us hear from our sponsor. Then we're going to be back and uh, begin to close out. So we'll be right back. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Feature. The Jewel Network provides the neuronutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. All right, so welcome back, welcome back. And we are continuing our conversation on our lessons learned from being in judgment and the value and importance of the non-judgment principle and how you two listening live or to the replay can apply these tools by which you will now be able to recognize when you're in judgment and 
putting toxins in your blood quality and creating the same things, creating experiences for yourself relative to what you judge. So when we judge a thing, we judge in ourselves. So we think we're judging somebody else. You're really judging yourself <laughs> when we're in judgment. And so and we're creating that same experience for ourselves when we are in judgment. So, Ms. Sanjia, can you share with us an opportunity that you've, when you have been in alignment with the non-judgment principle, and what was that like for you? Can you can you share experience with us? Yes, just for I don't think I had right now. I can't think of a specific experience, but what I know is what it does for me or has done. It allows me to make healthy, what I consider healthy connections, and where I'm able to connect with the person and what I'm dealing with and speaking to and make that mm-hmm. connection for, for, especially in the job that I'm doing, for better quality of services and for healing to take place. So for me, when I stay in non-judgment, I notice that the reaction, that people can feel. When people can feel mm-hmm. those two judgment, and, and so when I sit in it and I ask, I ask a lot of questions, you know, well, what brought us to this point? How have we gotten here? And I don't judge. I'm like, oh, man. When I don't do that, it allows for connection, it allows for healing, and it allows for training to take place. And then I notice with me, um, it, I feel better. I feel good. I feel free. I don't feel angst. I don't feel anger. I don't feel any resentment or bitterness. I just allow that process, and I allow the love and compassion and grace to continue to flow through me, through others, for the healing, because that's truly why I'm in the service, social services field that I am, not to judge, but to offer healing and, sh- and discernment and showing other people a better way in which to be. And when my colleagues see that, oh, how could you do that? And just say, I didn't have all the information. So, so then it then lends to teach others how to do those things just by me being that example, and then they can mm-hmm. move that off of me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, you. So we are grateful and thankful that you have imparted and empowered a lot of our, you know, everybody listening, and specifically the social, you know, social, uh, those that are working in the uh, social what is it called? Social care, social worker social field? Social services yeah. field. Social yes. services uh-huh. field, yes. Empowering mm-hmm. them to be able to be able to do, to show up differently for themselves with the decisions mm-hmm. that they do have to make. You know, the final decisions that they do have to make. Yes. They say judgment is a final decision. So in making mm-hmm. some of those final decisions, having the, creating a different providing a different frequency by which they are now observing the facts of the situation that they have to delegate and come to a conclusion for and with. And thank you so much for um, your transparency and being able to help everyone be able to reframe, you know, be able to reframe. Because this non-judgment principle um, definitely empowers us to recognize and let the energy flow freely and and yep. and connect with the essence of the perfection mm-hmm. of that person experience or circumstance. Yes. And so yes. in the universal principles, uh, we support you with being able to know how when you are sensing non-judgment or feeling like it's getting ready to occur, like I stated earlier, 
you know, you immediately want to go into gratitude, you know, when you recognize it. Forgive yourself, even if you go all the way and you're like, that don't make no got doggone sense why they did that. <laughs> and blah, 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 blah. You just keep going on and on, giving your opinion when your opinion wasn't even asked, right? So when you recognize, okay, well, yeah, that was something going on within me and I didn't have anybody to listen to me. So you then want to just immediately go into forgiveness of yourself, all right? Although you called yourself talking about somebody else, but your brain recognized that you're saying it, so your brain is interpreting it that it's about you, and your brain will give you more of that. So you want to immediately go into the forgiveness, and um, we do, we encourage you to, you know, be in integrity and in honesty with yourself, so not to act like you didn't do it, and recognize, yes, this is what occurred. Now you're in forgiveness, and now do the opposite. Change. Do the opposite. Take the time to be intentional with being the observer. And when your opinion is asked, state the facts. Another way you can know when you are um, um, in judgment um, and, you know, the energy of it, when, oh, I feel, I feel, I feel. But just because you feel like that, that don't mean that's what it is. That don't mean that's what it is. And you have a right to feel exactly how you want to feel, but that don't mean that's the truth. <laughs> Ooh, I love my life. I tell you, I love my life. And so, you know, aligning with the non-judgment principle, one key is to remain the observer, remain the observer. And so, Sanjia, are there, is there anything else you would like to leave us with? Um before we end our conversation on what's the lessons from being in judgment? I just wanted to thank you, Ms. Felicia, thank the Dr. Jewel and the university for uh, just being present and living on purpose and in purpose to allow me to live and others to live on purpose and in purpose and starting and creating this university and being able to offer the brain balancing program along with universal principles so that, you know, anyone who is interested and, as we say, have choice can come and learn something different that they may not have learned to enhance the quality of your life. Thank you all who listened and who listened. I hope that you, I pray, not hope, I pray and I know that you've gained something from it. Thank you, Ms. Felicia. Thank you, Miss Sanjia. Thank you. All right. And so as we, in in honor, you know, of Miss Sanjia Slaffy, thank you, thank you, thank you down there in Manhattan, uh, Kansas City, we definitely appreciate you and all of your uh, energy and insights and ideas that you uh, are providing and supporting the Jewel University to expand, to reach our goal of balancing five billion brains and having at least 100 universal principal support group facilitators in every city, you know, because as a facilitator, we support each and every one of you to do the self-work, to go within and pull out and have the discoveries of the new insights that are that is within you because every answer to every question is within eight feet around you. So we empower you and encourage you to continue to listen to the Universal Principal Hour here on the Jewel Network Science News Broadcast System. 
And join us on Sundays at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Universal Principle Hour. And um, enroll in the balancing program. You know, the Universal Principles and the balancing program are the two tools that Dr. Jewel Pukram used to heal herself of a very rare type of uh, cancer. And so she didn't have any interaction or intervention from uh, the doctors because she has said that, you know, they were taught in school that if you cannot treat, I mean, if you can't diagnose, you cannot treat. So therefore she did not allow them to diagnose her and she went and um, at that time while being a vegan vegetarian, she was turned on or introduced to the balancing program and universal laws. And therefore, she began the process of balancing her brain, healing herself. And in nine months, the cancer was gone. So again, your body has the capacity, innate capacity to heal itself. And that's what we do here at the Jewel University is supporting you with being able to reclaim your body's owner's manual. And and um, so we invite you to visit www.djbp.life to learn more about the Dr. Juice Brain Balancing Program, the science um, behind it, and also visit juis.education to enroll in our Mandarin course. We have our Mandarin course that is beginning next Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Learn the language of the financial future, all right, learning Mandarin because people that speak Mandarin are in all the countries, in all the original, aboriginal countries, all right, running stuff. So you want to be able to speak the language and begin to um, know how to communicate on all levels. And plus, when you learn that language, it also supports you in uh, balancing your brain because you go to a new area of the brain in order to master the language. And so we have a lot of fun in the Mandarin course. This is our third semester of Offering Mandarin 101, so we invite you to go to juis.education and learn more about the Mandarin class and enroll. So we look forward to seeing you on Fridays at the, in the Dr. Jim's Brain Balancing Program and Sunday for the Universal Principle Hour. Thank you for sharing this I hour with you. us. You've been listening to the Universal Principle Support Hour on the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. Join Dr. Jewel and Miss Felicia here every Wednesday at 5 p.m. on the Jewel Network, hosted by the JewelNetwork.com and the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living Jewish. For our complete broadcast schedule, additional information, and to purchase products, please visit our website, www.thejewelnetwork.com. If you'd like to contact us, please send your emails to Universal Principal Support Group, UPSG at JUIS.education. We love you. This broadcast is under full copyright and trademark protection owned by the House of Jewels. 
This broadcast in its entirety, nor any part of this broadcast, can be reproduced, copied, transcribed, placed in podcast format, placed into MP3 format, or suspended on any internet digital location without express permission from the House of Jewels, Washington State, USA. To reproduce or suspend this broadcast in any digital location other than the Jewel Network is prohibited and legal proceedings will follow accordingly. Thank you for listening.